Welcome to the Reticle Up Podcast, where I, Three Gun Kenzie, will be interviewing competitive shooters, hunters, fishermen, archers, entrepreneurs, and outdoorsmen. Come learn with me as I interview people from all walks of life, in different disciplines, all across the world, from novices to professionals of all ages. No matter what, everyone has something they can teach you. So come join me on the journey. Hey everyone, this week I am with Isaac Hansen. He's a PCC Grandmaster and active duty military actually overseas right now. How are you, Isaac? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. You got the JP sweatshirt on and everything. Yeah, yep, came prepared. <laughs> repping, repping from far away, I love that. So um, I want to kick this off, episode off with your positive attitude. Um, and the reason I say that, <laughs> I've never seen you without a smile on your face. Even when your gun goes down on a stage, I've seen it happen. And you're just like, yeah, it's life, man. <laughs> so <laughs> how do you keep having fun while shooting, even when things aren't quite going your way? I, I mean, I think over time and generally just in sports in general, you know, nothing's ever going to be perfect. You just got to keep pushing on. Um, so I think that mindset's just kind of made me a generally happy person. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a few people in this world that have uh, got to see me in bad moods, <laughs> you know? Um, but I think generally, like, I always know that um, I can always push forward and be better and do better the next time. Yeah. Did someone teach you all this or you just learned? I think I just learned. I uh, was kind of a retard growing up, you know, did a lot of stupid, but uh, <laughs> um, the military, I think, just generally created me into a man. And no, it doesn't say that that doesn't mean that I don't screw up still, but um, I, I feel like, you know, things can always be worse, so. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh man. So yeah, that Isaac's one of those people to go to that, uh, to learn from, because I know I get frustrated when my guns don't work. Right. Cause you can perform, <laughs> but in your case, grandmaster level, what, like one stage you're basically out of the running, right? I feel like that's yeah. Usually it. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> my last done now. Yeah. Yeah. My last couple of majors majors before this deployment were uh, one stage and I knew it was over with at that point in time. <laughs> okay. I've seen this happen. Um, I even saw, I was squatted with Jalise and she got bumped open from limited with her base pads. Right. But she, yeah. she sent it after and, and like, she ended up crushing these stages. Normally she's a little bit more reserved. So do you hold back until you hit that moment and then just see what you can do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hundred <laughs> percent at that point in time I'm just like I'm full send you know just gonna send it and uh see how fast I can go <laughs> you find yourself that you can almost do better when you're more like having fun relaxed because you're out of like the competition ish 100 percent I'll see complete spikes in my performance like like oh man look at this you know I or like Max Legrandis right you know that's who I, you know, that's my boy and who I look up to in PCC shooting. And I'll have a stage and I'll, or I'll have a blowout. And then I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to go as fast as him. 
oh, I, I just went as fast as him, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because it's too late, you know? <laughs> but it's crazy. Like, how can we trick our minds into doing that? And the reason I bring it up, actually, I shot a stage that I did okay on. And then somebody handed me a cigar and like, you need to shoot this again with a cigar in your mouth. Just see what happens just for funsies. And no joke, beat my time, beat my hit factor. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I, why? You know, yeah, no, I don't know how how to get to that point yet I'm still trying to figure that let me know when you do <laughs> you'll come back on the podcast and let us know <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i love it so um what all shooting disciplines do you shoot do you shoot other like steel challenge three gun or anything like that uh i do shoot i so i dabble in some three gun um i'm planning on getting back into it Yay. some more one of them the first guys that worked for me in the military, well, not in the military, but in the job I currently do, um, is the owner of Memorial 3-Gun. And he was trying to get me to start shooting 3-Gun years and years. And I was like, ah, man, I'm skydiving. Bro, I'm going to be a professional skydiver. And I was like, I'll, maybe someday I'll shoot some more, you know, outside of work. And, uh, <laughs> and I hit him up. Like, hey, man, I'm shooting. And I love I love three gun. It is fun. Uh, I'm waiting for a more uh, a scoring system, a, a tracking system. Because for me, everything is everything I do is competition based. That's from work towards shooting, skydiving, everything I do. I, I just I need something to track myself to make me get to that top level of whatever that sport is. Sure, sure. So. <laughs> that's my only qualm with three gun but uh i definitely want to still challenge um definitely going to get into the whole max lagrandis two gun shooting that he's got going so i do yeah. need if he came uh, east you know we always complain about having to travel we've got all of our majors on the east coast which is really nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> but his match looks so cool yeah that would be i want to do that too I was, uh, I was supposed to go out there and work it, but, uh, I had family stuff going on. So I, I had to back out of it. Um, I was going to go over and do RO or one of his long range ranges or long range stages. Mm-hmm. Then next year, next year. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I mean, and I'm about to headed to, yeah, the two good nationals. So this episode will come out after that. We'll see how it goes, but I feel like that's my game because of movement and it's really fun, you know, and two gun transitions, I, I do that all day in three gun, but, uh, I say that. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you'll do awesome. I'm, I'm excited to see how it goes. I'm going to try to watch from over here, you know, Yeah, Brian will have that live <laughs> stream up, you know, he will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So how long have you been shooting competitions now? When did you get started? Uh, so I shot my first competition. Hold on, it's 2021, right? Mm-hmm. I shot my first, my very first comp- rifle, or my first shooting competition in February of 2020. It was the uh, Bushnell Sniper Challenge. And I did it for work. And... Uh, me and my uh, troops, uh, well, my boss and I did it, and we took eighth in our division. Um, and at the same time, I was getting ready to go start shooting three gun. I think it was 
the week next weekend I shot USPSA or three gun. And, and then like two weekends later, I shot a PCC and I fell in love. So um, I haven't been shooting competitions very long. Yeah. My, my mouth just dropped because what the heck that means in not even a year with overseas work and everything, you're a grandmaster. Like what? Yeah. Uh, I had a really good friend named Josh. Um, I mean him, he's now an open shooter. Um, but him and I would just train all the time and shoot. We'd leave work, and drive to the range and train some more. And I, I kind of given myself a, I wanted to be a GM in a year. That's, that was my goal, a GM in a year, master in six months. And, um, ended up making a grandmaster in four and a half months. Um, and <laughs> I'm still kind of kicking myself in the butt for it. Because um, <laughs> mm -hmm. I went from, you know, I went from being able to win, you know, I, I never, I never got to win a, an A class. I, I, second, I think, I think I took second in South Carolina match last year for A class PCC shooters, okay. but it didn't matter. There right. wasn't enough A class. And uh, so my first, yeah, the next major match I shot was was nationals. So my second ma major match as a PCC shooter was nationals, and that was three months into it. And uh, I ended up taking 39th, and I was I was super stoked about it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know I trained a whole bunch for becoming a paper GM, and uh, I. <laughs> Obviously, I did it, and I did it in the four and a half half month month mark. Um, it was kind of cool though, because uh, they didn't they didn't put all of my scores in at the same time, so I was able to be like top twenty for like a couple of weeks or like a week or so, and then like then I was a GM like a week or so later. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty quick, uh, but now um, man, I'm forgetting names right now. Obviously, I'm got a whole bunch of stuff. But I there was a GM that I shot with at Alabama State Championship, and it was my first match as a GM. And he was like, "How do you feel?" And uh, I was like, "I don't know, my, you know." He's like, "Well, we'll see." And I shot, and he came up and talked to me at the end of the day. And he was just like, "How do you feel?" I was like, "I did horrible." I'm like I suck. I shouldn't be a GM. And he's like, no, no. He's like, shoot like three or four more major matches and tell me how you feel. And I saw him three or four major matches down the road. And I was like, he's he's like, how are you doing now? I was like, well, I've accomplished my goal. I was like, my goal was to not be the last place GM in the next couple of matches, and I've accomplished. He's like, okay. So, what do you think? I was like, I think I am a GM. I was like, I just have more to learn. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, and I did, and uh, I learned stuff all the time. Um, I mean, I made GM as, like I said, a paper GM. I right. shot targets. I didn't shoot array. Didn't shoot, you know, array of targets. I didn't see how stages were actually laid out until, truthfully, you know, this year. You know, yeah. um, I just shot because shooting guns. You know, who doesn't? Who doesn't want to blow up shit and shoot guns? You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> We talk a lot about um, like the classification system because like I, I shot the South Carolina sectionals and I shot 
like PCC, I had one match with like two classifiers. I didn't even get put in in time. So I hadn't shot PCC since 2018 when I borrowed a gun. It was an all classifier match. It broke on two stages. So I had these crap scores. So C, they bumped me to B after, right? And I don't even feel like a B shooter. I feel like a lot higher with PCC. And people were watching my videos. They're like, you're not even a B class. You're like, A. And I'm like, yeah, probably. But, you know, you have paper GM, which is awesome. I can't do that yet. Where people just crush, 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 practice that. But then when you get into those movement stages, you know, that's when you really, I really shine, I guess. So it, it's hard to, to figure out where people belong. Yeah. I think the mash bumps help maybe, but I think there's still work to be done. Obviously there's still work to be done. And I'm here, so I'm not trying to tell anybody how to make things work. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've never dedicated that training time to making uh, GM and anything. I mean, I shoot everything, so I'm not going to be good at one thing if I'm all over the place. <laughs> I just love to shoot, like you said. Um, but yeah, 100%. <laughs> classifiers are tough, too. Like, you have to be on point if you're in an on-classifier match, you know, or going into it oh, just yeah. solid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I need to hit all. I'll classify a match when I get back. Uh, I've been out here training CO with a SIG M17 this trip. So I'm planning on trying to make mass. Well, okay. Automatically a master, but I'm going to try to make a legit, be a legit master slash GM CO when I come back. Like, yeah, so. I know you'll get there. It would be interesting to see how fast people do make GM like overall. I mean, that's, that's the fastest I've ever heard anyone go from, yeah, new shooter to GM like that. So that's amazing. And like you said, there's still a lot to learn because the GMs that are above you at that point have probably been working that way for years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think for me, it was kind of cheating though. Like not cheating, but like I've ran around with an M4 for the last 16 years of my life, you know? picking up a lighter gun and being like, Hey, Isaac, shoot this faster. Like, Oh, okay. You know, with a better trigger and everything, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, <clears throat> it's just seeing how to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so you're training physically. I want to know two things like how, what drills did you run? And like, I'm, I'm assuming this is Josh Yost, by the way. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. So I want to know like how you guys push each other to achieve those goals. And then how do you train mentally as well? So I don't, I don't really shoot with them anymore. Um, I, so when he went off to do his open thing, he did open thing, you know, and that kind of changed the whole aspect on plus PCC shooters, as we all know, are uh, the swing for the other team. You know? um, <laughs> just joking. I love um, it. Uh, I, I think for me, like what my main thing has been, uh, Max Legrandis. I, I really like Max and I, uh, I take what he tells me very seriously. I bug him all the time. In fact, I'm pretty sure I bug him too much. I'm pretty <laughs> annoyed at me. Um, I mean, I text him today, you Never. know, while I've <laughs> hey man check out this video of me shooting what do you think work on better and he's just like yeah whatever Isaac I don't really care you know <laughs> but um so for for me a lot of things have been like 
not so much um not so much like shooting moving stuff like that. i feel like i'm pretty good at that just what i do for work but uh for me it's relaxing mm. uh, his thing is like telling me to relax because i come into a competition a, a training session and i'm i'm pinging i he sees it in my shoulders he's like you're flexing right now i'm like i'm not flexing he's like you're flexing relax i'm like okay so i think that's been the biggest thing um that i've been trying to work on and that and loosening up my trigger finger i don't have fast splits comparatively to uh the, we'll just use this kid i'm training a kid named gabe wilson who's getting ready to join the army so i'm training him to get ready for the army and i'm training him to shoot pieces he can outsplit me all day long it it gets me so frustrated i go home at the end of the day and i whip myself and i'm like how's this kid i just started teaching the shoot outsplit me um you know but i think it's just tension you know i'm i'm thinking too much about certain things um yeah that's but uh overall just trained a lot anything i could think up and i just I kind of took army training and I did it at the beginning and now I'm like taking actual competition training and pushing those standards all the time. Yeah. So are you doing like dry fire drills, reload drills? Like what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, I, I train here, right here. Can I flip this camera around? Let's yeah. see. I'm old. So, I mean, I spend, <laughs> you know, I rock an M4 and I train here, you know, I dry fire every day. Uh, I fire at home. I try to shoot like PCC. I try to shoot two, three times a week. Um, probably 200 rounds a session at least per week uh, or per session per session. week. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of movement stuff. I mean, I'm personally, I'm always working out anyways. So speed wise, uh, sprinting. Two days a week, so I'm I'm doing sprints even out here. Uh, I'm not looking forward to waking up in the morning because I'm gonna go do sprints for a long time, and it's hot as crap here. <laughs> you saved <laughs> one. <laughs> huh? You went from hot as crap. You saved yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, that's saved one. One cuss word saved today. <laughs> Okay. Um, and the other thing with working out too is like your PCC. I, how much does that weigh compared to your, you know, M16? Uh, my, uh, um, it's yeah. what it weighs more my m4 weighs more yeah but it train here with it you know, my sub stages i run drills uh let's see like i ran the bill drill two days ago i've got it written up here on the board i've got all my team members and stuff like that in the, and i ran the bill drill in uh 1.25 seconds with my m4 the other day um like just always pushing always finding I'm thinking that using them for being a heavier gun, being a heavier trigger, nothing super nice about it. You know, when I go home, just running and gunning like I should be. Yeah. Like I never. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, you is your next match area eight? Yeah. Uh, met, yeah. Pretty much. Okay. What's your goal for that match? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot for the moon here. I'm gonna number one pcc you know yeah first pcc top 10 overall that's goal 
Good. We're going to, we're going to remember this. So when this comes out, that's our goal, but that's awesome. So you already have that in mind. And a lot of shooters, like they don't have that in mind, uh, before even going, they're just like, I'm here, but they want to be competitive. I'm like, well, if you want to be competitive and you're going to do that, then you've got to know where you're at, where you want to place. If you don't meet it, then you've got some work to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this year's just kind of been a, a roller coaster for me for being able to like pick and choose. Like I came in this year thinking I was going to do pretty much every major match there was like area matches yeah. and just work has kind of ruined it for me this year around. Um, so I'll, I think I'm only going to end up with four, four level three matches this year, Dang. which is a, yeah, which is yeah. A big. Bump. Oh, yeah. well, we miss you over here. Um, and, and carry optics. So you're not touching carry optics until the fall, like after that, or what was that plan? Oh, uh, I'm going to touch it right when I get back. I'm only level ones with carry optics. Um, I've kind of stepped away. Like last year I did like 40 something matches. Um, I, I, I think it was high thirties, low forties matches total throughout the year. Mm -hmm. um, so what I decided was that I'm no longer going to shoot level one matches. That was kind of my goal this year. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm only do that if like you know friends are like ah let's go squat yeah, let's go do some. um my main goal is okay i'm gonna spend my money training i'm gonna buy more ammo and i'm gonna train harder i come up with stuff and uh on our secret range that a few of us have and like you know training together building stages for major matches out there and uh, and then just shoot majors so cool. i'm still gonna do that um but I'm going to try to like maybe take one local a month and just let's okay one local every two months let's let's be realistic you know <laughs> and go shoot my uh co go shoot my sig legion you know out there for <laughs> I love it <laughs> killing me but you have your full rig like ready to go like holster mag pouches magazines like you're you're set yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay, okay. Literally, the Legion sitting up in our little gun room, freaking up on a, yeah. She ready. <laughs> yeah, she ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those listening who maybe is in like C class starting out or, the, or they finally achieved B class in PCC, uh, what would you tell them wanting to level up and maybe, maybe on a different level too of like training where they can get in training, maybe not as much as you have, but uh, what would you tell them to do or work on? So, <clears throat> not even, I think transitions. Transitions between targets. I, I think that was a huge thing for me, being able to see that. Uh, Joe Farewell does awesome uh, transition class. I was lucky enough to have the Army pay for it and hang out with Joe Farewell, which I already like him. So, but it was nice to have a, a free class put on the Army. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, his transition class is something that I've continued to teach my teammates and friends for the past little bit. I think that speeds people up. That and starting to see arrays. Um, again, like I said earlier, I didn't know what an array was until I was a GM. And I, like, I was like, oh, I just shoot targets and run really fast. Okay. But um, so I think being good at transitions and being good at seeing a race will help you win matches and will help you a lot faster. I like that. And then finally, 
go take a class because it's it's totally worth it. Yeah, hundred percent. And we'll talk about that towards the end about this whole show is about education, right? I want people to learn from, from anybody on any level and talk about how important education is. And I actually am really excited. I just signed up for the Travis Tomasi class and I'm a limited shooter. So getting to learn from him and I've already taken Joel Turner class. Like I want to do them all too. I want to take Max and JJ and, oh, it's so awesome. It's so awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Cause they'll tell absolutely. you you're garbage. No. And they'll tell you <laughs> what you're doing wrong that you didn't even know. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I think there's so much to it. Like I'm, I'm going to hit, look, I got this right here. I mean, it, I, I think it works for PCC as well. Yeah. They're all a whole bunch of pistol drills, but I go out and shoot with a pistol and I go out and turn around and shoot them again with rifle and it still helps me push. Like it, it's all, um, all the same thing. I, I, I feel like I'm the teacher for this because of the job aspect, which obviously we can talk later. But um, uh, like, right, as a skydiving instructor, not everybody learned good from me or well from me. Like going to the wind tunnel, I could fly in their head and in a matter of minutes, or I could go in there and struggle to teach them to sit fly for hours and hours. And then I have my buddy show up and he's just like, hey, says one word to somebody. And they're just like, oh, that's how it works. And you're like, I've been saying this the whole time. So I don't, I don't think everybody's for everybody. I don't agree. And this isn't for everybody. JJ, it's not for everybody. Ben yeah. Stoger's, everybody. I think you have to go out and you have to find that person that's for you, that's going to help you succeed. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, this 100%. is how and, I feel. And it's learning styles too. I mean, yeah, when I, I learn the most when I actually get to do, like I could, it was funny. I was afraid to take apart my rifle a lot and afraid to build and, and all of that. And when I took the rifle armors class, I was like, why is this so simple? And it's just because I had someone literally watching me and doing it and I'm not left alone. Now I'm like, oh, I got this. I, yeah. I learned yeah. by doing and watching people do it, but I want, I have to do it myself. If that makes sense. Yep. Absolutely. makes sense. So, uh, running around, whether it's overseas or at a match or just every day, and it can't be a gun. What's one piece of gear, one tool that you can't live without? Can't be a gun. You said, yeah, it can't be a gun. <laughs> oh, um, oh, man. I mean, right. what, what's not live without Pr pretty much my sunglasses. Okay. Which hold hunters gold. Okay. I'm, I'm giving a pitch. But yeah, I've got a pair there. I've got a pair in my room. I mean, I've always got those. Um, what can I not live without other than those? It's a good one though, too. I mean, and you've got indoor use, outdoor use, training use, and they are safety glasses. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I guess that's probably like the one thing I can't live without. <laughs> I mean, Brian's hooked me up with the, the clear lenses work for mvgs i mean i've jumped them at night the yellow ones at night um the ruby pair now i'm like running around over here and they're just like well, what are you terminator yeah yeah I, that's it that's it you're blind if you're not truly like i i can't drive in the rain without them i can't drive at night without them like it's changed my life <laughs> yeah that's so funny um oh man so yeah that's good okay so switching gears 
did you grow up shooting guns or like was the military your first dive into shooting? Um, no, that wasn't my first. So, I mean, I grew up hunting a little bit. Um, I had a BB gun when I was, um, I, yeah, I shot my first bird probably at like six, seven years old. Um, first deer when I was 12, 13, um, but not, nothing. So son of a cop, a cop that didn't like shooting guns. <laughs> my, my dad is the most conservative man you could ever meet, but he's just like, I'll still, he'll still hit me up. He's like, ah, oh, I need zero in my rifle. I'm like, dad, uh, what do you need? I'll help you out. I've been a sniper dad for, I don't know, like, you know, 12 years. Come on. What do you need? And he's like, ah, I, I don't care. It'll be fine. I don't like shooting guns. Isaac. I'm like, okay, dad. But I didn't really, I didn't really get into shooting until I joined the military. And even then I didn't really care much. You know, I shot, shot because it was my job, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What changed then? Okay. What made you dive in? Did you watch a video? Did someone tell you about matches? Like what changed? Yeah. Uh, like I said, one of my, my junior, the guy who worked for me was Eric Torres, who's the <laughs> owner of Free Gun. Um, and even he, like he, he was working for me and he was just like, man, you gotta come out and shoot. And I'm just like, man, I don't care, man. Um, I have a, well, one, I probably got ADHD, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But <laughs> I have like a, a problem where if I get into something, I go 110% in it and I don't care about anything else. So at that point in time, I was in the skydiving and uh, I became a professional skydiver, like taking second in the nation in skydiving. Uh, I was part of the head down world record in 2018. Uh, attempts um so at that point in time i only cared about that like i cared about so i mean i'd shoot for my job but it wasn't yeah. like a um and i ended up having a really bad time uh i ended up leaving my job for a very short stint and i went to golden knights the army golden knights and it was a horrible experience for me got nothing good to say about them so we're going to keep that off <laughs> yep. um yeah but um and i started shooting i started buying guns and uh i just every day or, or probably like every week almost i was like buying a new gun I was like, <laughs> you know what i just i'm gonna shoot a whole bunch and i ended up not because uh i ended up deploying and i didn't have time to shoot i shot while i was deployed again and i was like you know what I'm going to be the best there is at this. And I came back and that's, what was my goal? I, I had a Terran Tactical STI Combat Master when I came home, sitting there what? waiting for me. Yeah, and uh, I started shooting and I was, that was it. I was like, ah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And actually my first match was, my first USPSA match was a, a shot limited with the STI Master. I'm so jealous. Do you still have that gun? I don't. <laughs> I was waiting for that. It sounded painful. No. Yeah. That was a really bad mistake. I, I sold it to get a an open gun and uh, another gun. And uh, I regret it because I sold the open gun too because I, I hated shooting open. <laughs> yeah, but that combat master, that was a dream pistol. I told myself I was literally going to buy it. 
right before yeah. like COVID happened. Then when COVID happened, you can't find them. They're all gone. They don't, they stopped making them. That was an STI change or anything. I'm like, crap, <laughs> like, that's gonna be a collector's item, but it's <laughs> so smooth. Like I shot the, I shot it with Tony somewhere at one major match and I was like, oh, I'm in love. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Dang, yeah, no. killing me. <laughs> yeah, best gun I ever shot. Truthfully, it's the, the best gun I've ever shot and I don't know why I sold it. I got a deal on it too. I got it, what were they? They were going like for four grand and I got it for like just over three back then. Like, and then I sold it for more. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, could punch you. So, so if you could pick one gun to shoot for the rest of your life, you only have one gun you're allowed to shoot. <laughs> Would that be it? <laughs> yeah. If we ever oh, find man. one, yeah. <laughs> if we ever find one and it's too much for either one of us, we split it and it shares custody. Boom. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Love it. I love it. Um, oh, okay. I want to talk about, so I just saw you actually post a video of your wife shooting while you're overseas, which is awesome. There's a lot of um, like military sp spouses that I teach a lot because they're left at home. They're actually left a lot of times with loaded firearms that they don't even know how to clear, which is scary. Mm -hmm. um, but what is it like to have her not only support you, but also going out and enjoying shooting, you know, on her own as well? Well, um, <clears throat> so I actually had uh, Jessica Hook teach her Awesome. shoot in the beginning yeah um she always wanted to shoot uh we got here to north carolina we just got married she was pregnant um <clears throat> i got our kimber 1911 like a micro kimber yeah. first she didn't shoot much but she went out got her concealed carry um so over time we've kind of progressed uh so recently she just got a sig uh p365 got awesome. her for right before took off um, that SIG Legion that I said I'm going to shoot CO with is actually her gun. I just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so. Benefits of being married. No, go ahead. <laughs> shared. Um, no, she, she does really good. Um, she listens really well. Um, she gets faster every time. Um, problem this is keeping up you know we have a baby or two-year-old not baby she's she's still my baby um but so in in that video that video was taken actually before i left okay. uh <laughs> i'm videoing it and i'm in the car with baby <laughs> video it. so we have a training schedule like so i'll write up a training plan for her um i'll set up the first stage or whatever stage training you know yeah whatever i'll set it up for her leave her thing out she knows how to load clear everything like that so but i'm nice i still jam her mags for her and everything like that so i'll jam her mags set her up she gets out i take over watching she shoots it i watch her drill roll down the window yell at her like do better go faster you know <laughs> whatever and then when she's done with whatever that drill is uh, she'll switch she takes her baby duties and i run out I'll set up the next drill for her. Um, lots of times we'll take two cars so that she can train. And when she's done training, her and baby can take off and then I'll train um, after they leave. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of time dedication to to do all of that. I think a lot of couples wouldn't do it, but it's testament that you can still do that even with a kid, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It, you can, it's not easy. Um, mm. We're gonna, we're gonna get back 
again, um, she's been doing a lot of research on the internet on what concealed carry holster she wants to use. Uh, I ended up getting her an AR pistol um, right before I um, She's loving, I'm not saying this JP, but Brecky, loving the Brecky Customs uh, JP rifle for Max Advance because it's so much lighter for her. Um, so, <clears throat> like, she she's enjoying the sport. She doesn't want to shoot competition, so. She hasn't she's been to one, right? Like, she shot one. She, she, she's been to them, but never shot them. Yeah. Okay. I've yeah. tried she's to get her. shooting. Yeah. Yeah, just exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, my baby, my other baby girl, my 10-year-old, though, I'm hoping, you know, be the next or something like that. <laughs> you never know. You never know. I mean, okay, so... All right. So how did you get the 10 year old to be like respectful of firearms? Um, and are you working with a two year old as well? You know, there's a lot of the guns in the house and I'm sure you keep, you know, them safe, what have you, but how important is it to start early with them just to respect them rather than fear them? Yeah. Uh, 100%. I think it's very important. <clears throat> so, uh, the two year old, I, I've already shown her. I mean, she doesn't know, but like she sees us messing with guns and she's interested like she sees what we're doing i uh, i'm very careful with lead mitigation because i've already given her up in lead levels just because of my work in general um but she'll see me like working on guns stuff like that she's interested wants to see it wants to hold it um doesn't understand yet but i'll, I'll help her try to like show her how to hold it because I'm also i'm dad that loves guns and i'm like yeah my daughter's awesome you know um but my 10-year-old, <clears throat> my 10-year-old is very good. Um, she she understands. I only have her in the summers, so my 10-year-old. But she understands. She knows how to clear a weapon. Um, we just practice. We dry fire. I end up buying her a little Ruger 22. Like, yeah. You know, you're going to shoot this. You're going to learn how to do this stuff. This is important. Yeah. So she knows how to load a magazine. She knows how to clear a weapon. You know, um, she knows how to shoot. Um, but is every summer i've got to you know so you're co-parenting i'm guessing with the 10 year old too yeah are they helpful in maybe keeping that up you know when you don't have have her or what yeah yeah uh, not as much not like they're not like they're very outdoorsy yeah farm you know stuff like that but they don't shoot like like i do yeah yeah, that's hard. Um, there's a lot of people that that are co-parenting that don't know how to, at least, you know, if it, there's always going to be something, you know, that one person doesn't want the other person to do or teach or have at home, right? But I think that's super important to to still be able to support, I guess, each other and, and your own kid when you don't have them, um, yeah. you know? I don't know enough about that. I just didn't know if you want to share for like people listening, if they are co-parenting and, you know, you want to instill something, how to do that. I think the the hardest thing with that is like, you know, no matter what co-parenting or not, there's a reason why you're co-parenting. So nothing's going to be easy. So don't expect it to be easy. I just try really hard when I have my child that I show the things that I like to do. And she, hopefully she latches onto them. If she doesn't, oh, well, you know, yep. I mean, last summer she 
me and Yost, and she would drive around the local matches with us. She'd be like, I'm just gonna sit in the back of the truck and watch you guys shoot. I'm like, okay, see you in a little bit. You know, like, and then sometimes she's like, I want to do this, you know, or she'd see the little other little girls that shoot competitions, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm not forcing. Like, I forced younger, like so. The skydiving world again. Like I forced her to like to fly in the wind tunnel, mm-hmm. and she got good at it. But she wasn't like. This is what I want to do, Dad. But I think it was because I was like, well, come on, push, push. So I won't do that anymore. <laughs> My poor mother tried with me. She put me in ballet and she was a makeup artist. And uh, does that sound like me at all? You <laughs> 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 almost spit out your drink. <laughs> oh, it was the cold. <laughs> but yeah. Like, I don't see that you being a ballet. Like, that's just, I see you be guns, more guns, guns, and woods. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And she's she has a flower shop, too. Bless her heart. If she ever listens to this, yeah, I'm not taking that over either. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, okay. So, yeah, don't force your kids or force people. Anyways, not even kids, but, like, when I teach, too, I don't want to force anything on them. I want them to learn and be able to know like how to clear a gun or use it if they had to, but I'm not going to go say like force you to do something that you're uncomfortable with. That's like the wrong way to go about it almost. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. okay. I want to know, cause I know just about nothing. Probably <laughs> tell me about your military career. Like, what do you do? You said you've been in 16 years. Uh, yeah. 16 years, been in 16 years. Um, you're going for 20. Yeah. I could go longer. Okay. We'll just see. Depends on depends on where I end up. Um, got two options. I probably know at the end of this year. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'll either gonna get out day the day twenty years hits, or it could be end up being a long 25, 20, 27 career, twenty or years. Excuse me. <laughs> That's awesome. We'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> well, what do you yeah. do? Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I've been in, uh, <laughs> been in the whole special forces thing for 12 years now. Um, just hanging out, you know, shooting guns, teaching people to shoot guns. And, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> the skydiving was just something on the side or you still jump still in the military, right? Uh, yeah, I still jump in the military. Uh, so I was, uh, I was a military free fall instructor for three years. So I was living down in Yuma, Arizona. And three years, all I did was jump out of airplanes. And then on the weekends, I would drive to Eloy, Arizona and work some more and jump out of airplanes more. Yeah. Um, So you're an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, I'd say so. Funny thing is, you're to heights. So I still have a figure, you know, helicopter planes whatever i hate takeoffs like absolutely hate takeoffs mm-hmm. most terrifying other than using here right now that's the only thing that scares me more i'm so scared to find a mamba but other than that terrified of airplane oh my goodness so yeah we all have our little weaknesses so this big bad isaac um it's afraid to take off in heights that's terrifying that that's so you've overcome a fear to jump out of planes all the time oh yeah yeah I, 
with, with that, just like uh, anything else, you know, you have your rituals. I have rituals, still do it every time. I pray three times every time I go jump out of an airplane. I pray as we're taxing to take off. I pray halfway up and I pray right before I jump out of an airplane every time. That's yes. amazing. <laughs> it's just what it is. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. Um, so for all the active duty people listening to you, uh, what do you want to tell them about maybe getting started in shooting competitions or to start looking at shooting competitions? How would that maybe help them, you know, in their military career? Um, I think it's huge. Um, <clears throat> I think it's the only way that you'll ever progress. I think the military programs in general are pretty bad. Now, don't get me wrong. They teach you to do what you need to do, but they don't teach you as well as they could. Um, the people that use professional shooters that are out there um, are the best for a reason and they find the best to train them. Uh, it's something that I've been doing just recently uh, that, um, you know, teaching my dudes to shoot practical, sh you know, shooting skills because why not? Why not draw faster? Why not? shoot two rounds you know and under let's see pairs and under two seconds or under a second let's let's be realistic let's try to get it under a second yeah. um well build your perfect example okay what still carry where you know what, why not put six rounds into somebody in under two seconds you know like just i think the practical shooting stuff applies to anything you do with a gun yeah. I mean, and I, so. I've seen like the recoil management be so far off. I, yeah. So build drill is going to tell you, am I drifting upwards? Am I not controlling the gun, you know, and, or am I flinching? Am I left? Right. Like there's going to tell you a ton about six rounds. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So I, I, I would hundred percent, if you're active military, get out of your comfort zone, it's going to be okay. Especially us guys that are you know, in the infantry and other places, like you're gonna get beat by a woman. It's gonna happen. It's okay. A 12 year old like, woman go, too. <laughs> a girl named Jessica DeLorean is gonna show up and she's just gonna spank at a competition and you're gonna. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to have her on this podcast. So I didn't know that I, I never knew her. I never met her or anything like that. Right. And so I was like, oh, and my goal was actually hi lady with PCC too, like just hi lady. Um, I wanted to win my division, which I did. And then, yeah, I saw Jessica's scores. And I was like, who the hell is this chick? Like, where did she come from? She's so good. <laughs> oh, she's amazing. And, and she's like, super quiet. You would never know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I asked her to be on the podcast. She's like, I got to watch it. You know, a few. So if Jessica, if you're listening at this point on this episode, and you still haven't been on, we got to have you on Isaac. What would you tell her to get on this podcast? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's got a lot of information. Like, I yeah, she knows she's grown up doing this. You know, like, I there's stuff I want to pick from her. You know, um, she's not an adult. Like, she I mean, she didn't learn as an adult. I mean, I'm 35 years old. I started shooting when I was 34 or yeah. right before. You know, I wish I would have grown up doing this. You know? Yeah. Um, I watched her match videos too, compared to like my match videos. And, and I could tell like my confidence level was not at the level, obviously that she's at. Um, but like for her, like she calls the hits without 
seeing the hits. I'm still at the point of like calling the hits, looking at the hits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a tough beating, but dang, that was awesome to see her at the top. Oh, yeah. But uh, I think that's probably the hardest part for active duty guys uh, when they go shoot competitions. Like, you know, I'd hear it from guys on my teams and stuff that I'd convince to go, like, I got beat by this chick. That's not okay. But that's just the world we live in, you know, yeah. like, um, but understanding, like, you aren't the top dog. There's people that are better than you out there. Like, one of my, there's just, there's always somebody better, but that's the best thing about it. There's always something more you can learn. There's always somebody better that you can find out there. hundred percent. And it gives you that, uh, that person chase. So actually how often do you compete against yourself versus try and like compete against someone else? Like compare, you know, uh, right now against myself, um, comparatively so there aren't many people that i care um to like chase like i like i want it like not not that isn't disrespectful to anybody that i shoot against but like i want to be max legrandis this mm-hmm. he knows i told i've told him that yeah. we're gonna be staying in my house like i just want to beat you and that's my only goal in life like it drives me crazy that you can beat me that shooting like i just don't know you know i didn't know who he was until last year (laughs) um so uh like uh i compete against myself like i think on training Mm -hmm. like i write down scores i write down things um i think in training against myself in competition mindset i compete against max like that's that is who i compete against on my day-to-day basis like how can I be better than Max? Like, and there's a lot of stuff. There's, I don't, there's not much. I've, I've beat him in one shooting thing. Yeah. That I know of like a hundred percent. No, this because me and him were training together. Told me at the end of the day, he's like, I'm coming back out here to make sure that I beat you in this. He's like, I can't leave. You know, I've, I've held on to that little, that little thing that being like, he knows I beat him this one time. Um, I don't know where I'm going. But. Oh, I like it. No, I like it. Um, it's important to compete about compete against yourself, and it's also important to like have a goals to achieve, even if it is a person. Like, um, actually, my buddies PCCs in the background I'm shooting the two gun nats and all that. I went into South Carolina sectionals and shot the day after him, and he was like, really. He goes, I'm really excited. You're really doing well, but I'm really pissed that you're shooting better than me on on so many stages. He ended up beating me. But like at the end of the day, we weren't sure if I'd got him or not <laughs> because of course, you know, other people set the stage times, but like if I beat him and he's master been shooting his PC forever and I'm borrowing a gun that was my first major with it and I'm almost there. I'm like, mm. <laughs> feels good. <Yep. laughs> Just, I'm so excited about stuff. So you can't compare yourself if that makes sense. Cause if you're not putting the work that they are too, like you're never going to be there. Exactly. Yeah. But you're putting I, the work that Max puts in too. I, I don't know. I don't. He puts in tons and tons of work. Yeah. So nonchalant about it. Like where I'm like <laughs> super regular, you know, from the military stuff. I'm like, oh, I've got to do this and I've got to do this. Perfect. Oh, that 
that be that first round wasn't under freaking point seven four. Got to do it again, you know. He's just like, yeah, whatever, man. Just do it. Just shoot it. Yeah. What do you think that was? Call your shots. I mean, I'm like, that's an Alpha Charlie. He's like, well, was it? And I'm like, yeah, that's Alpha Charlie. I think. Let me go check. He's like, no, was it or was it not? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, all right, we'll do it again. You know, like, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's why he works really well with me because, like, it's so opposite of me, like his mentality on things, like, um, that it forces me to be different. Yeah, you know? think differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you, how do you balance all this? Major matches local matches, family life, being deployed, like, isn't it tough? <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. Yeah, this year really sucked. That's, that's all there is to it. Like, I, I was gone all of February for training. Um, family stuff going on in April. Uh, I was able to get to Area 6. And I was able to make it to South Carolina before bouncing out. I'm going to miss literally everything. looks like I'm going to miss IPSC Nationals, USPSA Nationals for this year because of stuff. Like, it, we'll see. I won't know until – I won't know for sure for that stuff until next month. But, like, um, balancing, I get up early. I uh, take care of my workouts, you know, stuff like that. I work all day. And then when I come home, I play with baby. Oh. coming up, baby time that's all there is to it grab baby hang out with baby um baby <laughs> mama and then i get an hour it's like an hour period every night when the wife takes baby up that it's dry fire time and video games and that's it yes. um <laughs> so is the video game you're like your stress relief yeah that's my stress relief 100 okay. percent. yeah yeah, we all have our little thing. I, I read books. That, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I secretly nerd out <laughs> on Marvel and video games. And uh, so that hour is my, that's my dry fire time, weapons maintenance, and video games time. Cool. Then when she comes back down, it's packed Peaky Blinders or, you know, some, some good show every night and pups, you know. Aww. That's, <clears throat> um, but usually like trying to we're trying to make it kind of a thing for like them to handle everything goes on wife gets to shoot once a week you know she once a week we go she goes shoots mm -hmm. and then i get trained in on top of it but i also have a lot of other things going on too um like i'm in the process of opening up a range uh, hey. in north carolina so that's been kind of taking out say what I'm, so, I'm excited for that. I remember that. Uh, <clears throat> we had uh, we had some downfalls though for it. Um, so, but that's like that's been like my huge big portion, right? Like my big portion of my free time's been going to writing business plans, uh, yep. plan, you know, meetings with uh, with the county. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's been that's been a lot of time, and, and ended up not working working out before we left uh before i left so actually i was right before this call i was uh talking with business partners right before we started this call um that's awesome um, say again 
that's awesome though but you're almost like not well planning on your transition out but even if that's years from now you're planning to grow something while you're still in and and so many military people that I work with have done that and it's incredible because if you start now put in the work put in the effort you know it's going to be it's going to pay off yeah absolutely even if I never run a like it's going to have like 15 16 bays but all right don't tell anybody everybody all right Uh, (laughs) um, but uh, you know, if I never run a match there, it's still, it'll pay for itself and they'll still take care of like the crew. Yeah. You know? And you're really building it for yourself. <laughs> oh, 100%. I don't like, <laughs> I've got two, two plans in motion right now. I've got that plan, big range. And literally I've been looking for 10 acres to build my like little mini range on just for me. Like, like, yep, nobody knows where this is and nobody's ever come. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, that's my dream for sure. I'm like, I was telling someone today, I was like, all I need is a trailer house. Cause I don't really give a shit. Uh, I want property first and I want to be able to walk out and shoot. And cause that's what I do. And I want to be able to teach without a range owner telling me what I have to do and what I can't do and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. one day. Um, okay. Before we wrap here, I want to talk about social media. I remember you uh, rebranded or started a whole new Instagram account, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of started over. Um, How do you see like social media, like as a positive and a negative? Okay. Positive, negative, negative. There's lots of things, but uh, positive for company, company stuff. I think social media can be amazing. can be. It's the new, it's not like we read newspapers like my parents did, you know. Um, it is what gets you publicity. It is everything that you need uh, <clears throat> to run a business and or become professional. You know, uh, I've rebranded multiple times, you know. Um, <laughs> at the same time, for multiple reasons, it's a little disappointing. You know, they want stuff from you. Um, uh, I, I think today's world is crazy without going into, you know, yeah. and down that rabbit hole. Um, I, I think nowadays with this time and age, like social media is probably worse than anything. You know, it's not a good thing now. Um, but trying to stay positive and just like continuing to push like good things you know pushing good uh i don't know what you want to call it good uh sports etiquette good uh weapons handling good like showing people how shooting is not a dangerous sport it's not dangerous not like everybody's running around shooting people because they aren't you know um I think that's a huge plus for social media because so many people see it as long as you don't get sucked. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, it's just, it's social media. I don't, I don't know, 35, I'm, I'm not a kid. I, I can't figure it out yet. I've got 250 followers. <laughs> is this is this your last rebrand <laughs> i don't know i i don't i don't know i hopefully uh, hopefully it is i mean i went from having like 
couple thousand skydivers then to like a good amount of shooters to now like who's Isaac Hansen PCC who's this guy you know um it takes a lot to grow at least for our industry on social media like you said get zucked um (laughs) but but like how important is it like you said to post that good content about firearms on social media Uh, so I mean, I think it's super important, but I, actually, I take that back. I don't think it's that important. Uh, I do and I don't. I mean, it's good that we show the world that it's not a dangerous thing. I think showing the sport itself is doing that job. Yeah. I think that individual, like, on how he views it, like, I've had run-ins with people on social media about how, why, why aren't you wearing glasses? I was like, well, dude, like, I understand what you're getting at, but this isn't a USPSA match and I'll do whatever I want to do. Like, you know, crazier stuff on a daily basis than you ever will at a USPSA match. You know, like that, like, uh, I don't, I, everybody's going to have their own thought process behind it. Yeah. That's all there, you know, um, as long as you're being safe in general, you're not, you're not shooting somebody, not teaching anybody horrible habits. Yeah. I, I didn't wear my glasses for like five minutes today while we were shooting. I'm going to, I lived, I got both eyes miraculously. Nothing happened. Is it stupid? Yes. It's a hundred percent stupid. Should I wear glasses? Yes. But am I going to? No, I'm not always going to. I just, I think what we're shooting and what, here's what I want to get to about social media and sports about sponsorships. I think sponsorships is where social media is good for and i I say this and not the give me give me give me look if you want a sponsorship you have to be willing to work yeah all right i don't i don't know if jp is gonna keep me around next year it's fine and i'm okay with that especially because i'm not doing anything for them right now i'm gone you know um you but are doing when, something for them, by the way. You are protecting their freedom. So I will stop you and say that because you are doing that. But what I'm but what I'm getting is like so like when I I was a sponsor scout ever, like keep bringing up. Like I I posted seven days a week about the people that gave me free stuff, you know. And it wasn't like they gave me thousands upon thousands of dollars a year every you know week. They gave me one like big lump some of the stuff at the beginning of the year and I worked my butt off for the rest of the year. So I think social media is good for that. So I think that um, for sponsorships, I think the shooting community needs a little work, not not the shooting itself. Sure. I think the community needs work. Yeah, I like that. Okay, I think that's a good perspective. Um, how, how have you made like connections on social media with other shooters? Like, have you met everyone that you've connected with on social media? Mm, I think I have mostly like, I, I'm horrible with names and faces just in general. Like, um, I think it had to do with me working in Yuma, like, but I'll meet tons of people and they're like, guys, like, how's it going? You know, I follow you on Instagram. I'm like, oh, that's dope. Man. No. Um, but <laughs> half the time I don't know who's talking to me and it has nothing to do with them. It's just, yeah. They're taking too many, uh, you know, explosions. <laughs> just, um, 
the joke. Um, I haven't. <laughs> You're like, I have to put a disclaimer in there. <laughs> like, people don't get your humor. I do. I love it. <laughs> Be the dork. Um, yeah. Like, I think it's awesome. I love meeting new people. I love being able to shoot with people. Uh, uh, Aaron Sellers, like the nicest guy in the world. I love that dude, man. I love, he always reaches out to me. He's always has. He's like, hey, man, I'm coming to the Max's class. You know, where should I stay? I was like, well, I've never met you, but like actually really met you, but come to the house, you know? And like, we just ended up having a big old crash party at my house. And uh, I love that. The one thing I will say about like the shooting community, sorry to interrupt, is just that it's amazing how you can trust the people in the community to stay at their house or borrow their gun or borrow their gear knowing like it'll be okay and safe. Like, I mean, seriously, my guest bedroom is open to anyone probably listening to this podcast because I want you to be in a place that you don't have to spend money. You're going to be safe. and, and, And it's an amazing community, right? Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, absolutely is. Absolutely is. I interrupted you, but I had to share that that's really powerful. No, oh, no problem. It's 100% accurate. Yeah. He's a good dude. I had him too. So you both will be be close together. So we'll, <laughs> we were talking oh. a lot about um, the South Carolina stuff too, because he, this is funny. He, well, not poor him, but he bombed the stage that he was working. Right. And I'd had the same damn experience at another match. And I was like, yeah, I feel like every single time you work a match that they, they put you on the stage that you royally mess up on to just sit and stew over it. Yeah. I think I shot that pretty good too. I was like, what's up, buddy? He's like, yeah, man. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Eric. I'm sorry, buddy. Yep. So, I've been there. Yeah. <clears throat> you, it, hold on. It's Larry. You're, Larry's going to be listening to this, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Larry, you're a master now. You're definitely going to get bumped to GM. Finally. <laughs> I said the same damn thing. Did you see that comment on Instagram yesterday? <laughs> That's why I brought it up. <laughs> Sandbagger. Um, <laughs> I was like thinking about it. I was like, even if it's an A class, I wouldn't be able to beat this cheater either. His classification needs to go up. It was awesome. <laughs> um so who's 100% whose videos and photos do you like to watch on Instagram like what's that one not just Max's (laughs) I know what are those profiles that you like to watch um Sharon uh Shannon Smith right the PCC man I dude right um him uh, I like Marcus uh, Car. I shot with him at Nationals Car Carbo. Marcus Carbo from Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, man, that dude as well. Um, <clears throat> thinking PCC shooters right now, but uh, also got JJ. Obviously JJ. I can watch JJ. Um, and plus, and he's funny. And, yeah, and he's funny. He's just goofing off, and he's got his family, so it's like a, it's nice. Um, it's just like a wholesome thing always when you watch JJ. Um, <clears throat> it's something different for shooters, you know. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, so I, my good friend and uh, business partner, Josh. I won't, I'll let Josh figure out who it is. It's not Yost. It's a different Josh. But um, I could watch him do his dry fire shooting all day long. He kills it. He's 
one of the best out there. Um, who else? I'm trying to think some West Coast guys. I, I like Terran Tactical. I can watch him shoot when it's him shooting. Actually, yeah. him shooting. Watch him hip shoot all day long yeah. and just be like, I don't, I don't get it. That's so you know, cool. Like, I don't know how he does it. The party trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a party trick, but it's awesome. Um, but uh, let's see. Yeah, those those would probably be my favorite shooters. Um, I like it. Like you I'm, said. Gonna, I'm gonna chase. I'm gonna sh- chase down Shannon. No, that's Shannon and Max. I'm coming for you. Enough will be it. this year. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Dropping that here. So, uh, any final words of wisdom or nuggets you want to leave people listening to this podcast with? No, I mean, hey, train hard, be safe, um, be the best person you can be out there, and. Uh, always walk away with a smile and uh, yeah I love it I love it um and then do you want to give any shout outs to any sponsors any gears any guns and share what your social media handles are so people can follow you okay well one of my social media is really small so it's Isaac Hansen PCC all right uh on Instagram uh a huge shout out to JP Rifles for letting me be a part of your team and then most definitely Hunter's Gold HD. I mean, on a serious note, can we just can we just break away and say that Brian is literally the best dude there is out there, like hundred um, percent. Can't even think of enough little time. And I was like, hey, I'm busting out on another trip. I was like, oh, I'll be back um, when I come back. I want these rubies. I was like, I'm gonna, you know, I'll get them when I come back. And he's like, hey, hold on real quick, Isaac. I'm like, okay. He's like, when do you bounce out? I'm like, oh, like next week. He's like, oh, okay. And it comes back. He's like, Isaac, here's a pair of glasses for you. I mean, the guy is awesome. Best sponsor is, you know, I hit him up since I've been over here. I'm like, hey, I want to shoot Area 8. Can I take the slot? And he's like, Isaac, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Brian does more for the spot, the sport and the shooters than anybody I know. And he... Yeah. He's a genuinely good guy. Um, and anyone listening to, I wish there was more that we could do for Brian than Brian does for us, right? Because he he does so much, too much, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's a good dude. Deserves good all the people. love. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. Awesome, awesome. Isaac, thanks for being on the podcast and sharing your, your positive attitude, your knowledge, and your smile. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to the Reticle Up podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Follow along on social media at Reticle Up or 3 Gun Kenzie.